One of my goals in uh, this YouTube uh, channel is to bring real science to, um, to YouTube. And the vast majority of my videos are preventive medicine science. This doesn't sound like it. It sounds like more of um, a uh, personal emotional story. Um, and that's what it is. It's going to be a little bit challenging for me, but I think I'll, make, uh, I'll wade through it. <clears throat> How I lost 30 pounds in the late 1970s. Now, most people uh, look at me and they think, well, you know, you've, you've been in preventive medicine your whole life and um, you've tended to practice what you preach for the most part. Um, so maybe you've always been thin. No, not, a, not, uh, not so. Um, <clears throat> I've never been uh, what we would call completely obese. I, I'm currently a BMI of 21. Uh, I've had a BMI of uh, 25 though, 30 pounds heavier than what, what I currently am. I'm currently 5'10 and uh, 152, 153 pounds. Before I talk about how I lost that weight, I probably need to talk about how I gained it. It had to do with organic chemistry and my grandmother's cooking. Um, now, you're gonna, maybe you're going to see the obvious connection that uh, grandmother cooking is being an organic chemist. Um, that wasn't the point. No, I was um, <clears throat> I was in a, a fairly rigorous uh, college program. It wasn't your um, your animal house type of experience. Um, didn't I wasn't in any um, fraternities. Didn't do any of that experience. I was working very hard. I actually completed my um, Bachelor of Science in two years. I was in the five-year medical program. So uh, it was intense. I actually even was naive enough to expect to get some uh, relief when I slowed down and went uh, with everybody else at med school. That wasn't the case either. It was a different level of competition at that point. Um, and I didn't see it as competition. But so here I was, uh, after a very difficult uh, first year of, or, or, I enjoyed it, but uh, very difficult, very challenging first year of college, and then uh, taking organic chemistry uh, this summer between those two years of college. Organic, uh, organic chemistry is the, is the pre-med class that's supposed to uh, cut most of the, uh, uh, the folks that aren't going to make it into, uh, into med school. It's a challenging course. Um, my I took it at a local community college. My grandmother lived nearby, just a couple of miles away. And I grew up with my grandmother. So um, I relished the idea of getting to stay with her, and I did. I remember studying all day, every day, uh, taking naps in the afternoon and waking up dreaming of a methane molecule joining with another methane molecule to form ethane and, you know, those of you who have taken organic chemistry uh, may remember that. Um, so I gained weight. I gained a lot of weight that summer. Um, <clears throat> and that came on the back of a lifetime of family reunions. We were, uh, when you look at grandma's, my grandma sort of looked like this. Um, our kitchen sort of looked like these two. We were lower uh, middle class. And um, my mother had eight or nine sisters and one brother. So we had family unions. Also uh, lower middle class, uh, or, uh, um, rural, 
families. So I remember at one family reunion, we had 300 uh, people and everybody brought a covered dish. My dad, um, this was the, the grandmother that I was, that I stayed with during organic chemistry was his mother. And I'm convinced she had a whole lot to do with his um, BMI. He was at three, 5'10", my height, 350 pounds and more uh, during much of his life. He tended to, and 350 pounds and 5'10 is a BMI of 50. Um, that's beyond obese. Um, the conversations around food in that family were just, I mean, and I don't mean the conversations, the lifestyle, the perceptions around food uh, were uh, and I'll cover that. I'll go over it. I've covered it in, in another video. I'll mention it a couple of times in this video. So this was my dad up on the orange and red end of the scale. And this is me now down in the, the dark blue and then uh, me in the light blue end, just getting into that light blue end um, when I gained that weight. Uh, talking about the culture around food, you know, we're... Uh, Southern uh, rural was not only not the only culture that focuses on uh, food and feasting around weddings, holidays, funerals, and other big days. Um, people do it, but uh, again, we had a major focus on it. Well, I bring this up because pizza and beer were not a big deal for me. I did enjoy pizza, but um, not beer. But we would go hog wild at uh, times when we were celebrating. In fact, in terms of the culture around that, I'm, I mentioned the other video I did, I trampled all over the standards of uh, mental health science and addiction science and compared um, my perspective, my, my emotional uh, stuff around food to an addiction. And I still think, I mean, again, not speaking as a professional, but speaking just as an individual who's had to manage uh, his or her relationship with food for 60-something years. It's got a lot to do with addiction. It's, you know, a dependence, uh, I, um, knowing that it may be negatively impacting your health, an inability to, uh, to stop anyway, and uh, et cetera. Just a lot of stuff. Um, so how did I lose 30-plus uh, pounds? I went low-fat. Uh, tended mostly low fat and, and uh, plant-based slash pescatarian and people say oh you know and I fully expect people to say oh that was an that was an idiot move actually I've been able to lose weight uh, more recently I've done a couple of videos on that uh, went up to 160 and I do that with low carb and I'll talk a little bit more about how I maintain my weight now but this was the 70s you didn't tend to focus on low carb then. It was low fat. Um, <clears throat> we travel in restaurants were not a big deal during the, low, the late 70s because we just didn't eat that, out that much. Um, <clears throat> I just quit eating. How do I... Um, how do I compare the cultures of my current family versus uh, my family of origin? Again, I covered that in the in the other, excuse me, food addiction um, video. Uh, Sixty to forty years ago, my family of origin, we all struggled with being overweight. It was physical and behavioral. We're very f positive 
food was a way to celebrate and a way to show that you cared. The women showed that they cared by making food. Um, and they also showed that the, their own performance and cap capabilities by making food. And um, the men went hog wild at buffets, and I was one of them. We love sweets like blackberry cobbler. Uh, my wife is in a different uh, perspective. Uh, her, her family never had struggles with uh, being overweight. In fact, they had more struggles with being underweight. Uh, physical and behavioral components around food, we, actually we all have that. Um, and they often needed to be coaxed to eat. They were intimidated by food prep and uh, large quantities like buffets. They were not into sweets. Um, again, a very, very different um, view and culture around food. Now, how do I, how have I kept the 30 pounds off? That would take me back up to uh, the, these two components, the, the uh, travel and restaurant com components. No entrees except large salads, no fats except fish, no meats, no pastas. Small desserts were okay, but uh, I was constantly saying, I, I was a nudge, can I have a taste? Can I have a taste? Can I have a taste? Because somebody would have a really good pasta that you know I'd want, or even more so, a really good piece of meat that I'd want to try. And um, from that perspective, I was not, or somebody would have a big dessert. And from that perspective, I was not a, uh, I was a challenge to eat with, I think. Um, <clears throat> how do I keep 30 pounds off now? Well, it's very different. It's a low-carb diet, uh, a decreased eating window. Uh, and those two things I tend to see with a lot of folks that I work with, a lot of my patients uh, have taken 30 pounds off or more and keeping it off. They uh, tend to call the decreased eating window a, uh, an intermittent fasting. It's Technically it's more just decreasing the eating window from 7 or 8 in the morning uh, to 10 at night. That's a large window, decreasing it down to like, for me, uh, 11 o'clock or noon to about 6 or 7. Um, two days a week of water fast or an extended water fast, um, and an occasional fasting mimicking diet. I'm constantly watching, constantly asking myself, you know, what am I doing in terms of my behavior around eating? And I'm constantly a nudge to my current family. I, uh, again, they don't have a problem with weight, so they don't need to constantly ask themselves and each other how much they weigh and that sort of thing. In fact, um, they do not, it makes them uncomfortable. So <clears throat> speaking of being uncomfortable, this has been an uncomfortable presentation for me. I hope it hasn't been too uncomfortable for you if you've made it this far. And uh, thanks for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.